Hey, welcome to Panfish Nation. Well, Mark, I'm Lyle. Mark, it's a crazy night on the internet tonight. It, it is. We were having a lot. I know uh, Chad was having a lot of issues, so uh, I know we're going to have some people let us know if we have the same issues here. But uh, um, I, I hope not, but I think it might have been uh, just something on their end. Well, I hope so. And uh, But uh, if we're having audio problems, please let us know. We don't want to drag it on too long, but yet we still got a show to do, so we're going to do that. And uh, I would like to start out by uh, <clears throat> thanking everyone for the the uh, thoughts and prayers for my brother. He's went through surgery really well yesterday, and uh, he's got physical therapy to go through now before he gets to go home. But uh, uh, we're, we're glad that everything is going good with him. And uh, I would like to mention that Cindy's sister, Pam, is um, uh, going through some heart issues, and uh, she's had them her whole life. So uh, it's a tough time for them and keep her family in your thoughts and prayers, too. But uh, other than that, I think it's time we announce the people yeah, can, uh, Let me ask for a couple of prayers for my dad, too. He's got, sure, a pretty absolutely. he's got a pretty important doctor's appointment, too. So if you guys could at least keep him in your uh, uh, in your thoughts, tomorrow uh, uh, is kind of a big day for him. So he'll find out if he can have a procedure done or not, something that's been bothering him for years now. And if he can get through this, hopefully it'll help him find some relief. So any positive thoughts are appreciated, folks. It was Chad's head swelling, blocking yeah. the signal. <laughs> Hey, I'm trying to be nice to Chad today. <laughs> Ryan Bortz is in chat tonight. Good to see him for a while. It's Haven't fun. seen him in a minute. Let, let, let me holler everybody out here. We'll get this Let's under do control. It. I see 922 crappie barbecue in the house. There's Miss Cindy Stokes. How you doing, Cindy? There's Creole catfishing. What's up, Jeremy? Uh, David Smith in the house. Dennis Graham crappie fishing. How you doing, Dennis? Fishing with Squirrel. What's up, Squirrel? Haven't talked to Squirrel in a while. I should reach out to him, see how he's doing. I see fishing with Paula Smith. How you doing, Miss Paula? Uh, get hooked on D fishing. How you doing, D? Uh, we got James Alpo in the house. James Dockery fishing. We got our buddy James. He went out and hit them crappie hard today, didn't he? That clown. He wanted me, he he wanted us to come and help him clean them crappie, and I reminded him that I've been known to miss a side or two on a crappie, and he re, he rescinded that invitation. So Yeah, he's never seen me clean one, so he don't even know if I know how, so I wasn't making... The four-hour drive. Here we go. But enjoy the <laughs> coffee, James. We got James Kirkpatrick in the house. How you doing, James? Uh, there's Jeremy Albert. How you doing? There's Justin's Fish and Fetish. What's up, Justin? Say hello to Gabby. There's my buddy, uh, uh, Kim Barnett. How you doing, Kim? I was watching him tie jigs last night on uh, Facebook. I didn't get a chance to chat, but I did give him a thumbs up uh, on Facebook. Make sure you check him out on any of those social media platforms. He ties every Tuesday night, I believe, uh, uh, right before SK show, if I'm not mistaken. Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Wednesday night, my bad. I'm losing track of days here. I'm getting too old. Lance McCougai, what's up, Lance? How you doing? Look, lady in the house. There's our buddy, Maurice Kaysen. What's up, Maurice? How you doing? Uh, Ray Smith in the house. There's Troy from Real and Virtual Outdoors, always sharing out our links. He's a, uh, doing everything he can to help Lyle and I get to 1,000 subs. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you did the same kind of thing when you think about it, folks. I see uh, Ray Smith in the house. Again, there's Ryan Bortz. How you doing? Congratulations on the new house. Lyle, he was showing me his garage. I am so jealous. <laughs> I'm so jealous. He's got, he's got room for like five of my boats in that garage. Oh, wow. It's oh, pretty by the way, before you, before you get going again on the uh, people in chat, um, Paula Smith had a uh, procedure done the other day. I hope she's doing well and, and they pulled through that all right. I don't know if anybody had mentioned that or anything. I did see some pictures and it looked like she was doing okay. We want to make sure she gets through that uh, along with everybody else that we're talking about. And I just, not to interrupt you, but uh, just have okay. to think about that. Absolutely. I appreciate it. I need to be reminded that stuff. I've had an awful busy week this week. So I appreciate if I, I mean, I apologize if I missed anything important like that this week. I try not to. I try to keep up with the family. So uh, thank you for uh, uh, filling me in on that. I see Tacklebox Mike in the house. There's my buddy Tim Molina. How you doing, Tim? And we got uh, your little brother. What's up, your little brother? Let's see if I missed any. Dennis Graham. Oh, there's Chad Fields to Water. What's going on, Chad? Uh, Fish in the Mid-South, how you doing? Uh, Indiana Chris in the house. I th uh, Jason Lamb, what's going on, Jason? Hopefully he's on the fish. Uh, I don't doubt that he's not. If he can get out, he'll get on him. I think I got, there's Ray Smith. I think I got everybody, Lyle. Did um, we get Frank? Oh, Twisted Fish and TV. I'm sorry, Frank. I must have missed you in the, 
I usually try to keep up with some of them. Paula, you're very welcome. Um, Maurice Kaysen, man, always good to see Maurice in here. It is. Always good. Tim Donna. I think you got them all. Pretty close. If not, we'll come across it. Yeah. We missed you. Speak up in chat. Say, hey, you missed me. Yeah. <laughs> say, no bacon for you, Mark. You missed me. Yeah, that's week. right. I got a question for you, Mark. Sure. Do you think the spawn for panfish is done in your area? Bluegills are definitely done. They've been done for a week. I went uh, bait fishing before my last live stream, and they were, they were off the beds already. But I did get on those. I got on those big ones. I've never caught so many nine-plus-inch bluegill in one time it was pretty ridiculous and there you know i went to the famous spot where james dockery handed me my butt 25 to zero i'll admit it and they were they were in lyle i the first fish i got was like nine and a half inches i was like what in tarnation is this it made me pretty happy so i i, I kept like three of them uh just to keep uh, and then the rest of them I was putting back. Uh, but I, I got like an easy half dozen of them big ones. So oh, yeah. I, I hope to be going back this week. I think I'm going to do a uh, maybe even a members-only stream from there. Uh, I got to get back on my members-only uh, on the members-only game. Um, but uh, I apologize for that. But we're, we're, we had a real good time. And I got them on, you know, I was fishing for baits. So I was using uh, good old red worms. I know you say the ones you get are usually thin-skinned, but... The Walmart Walmart ones here have been pretty pretty good lately. Maybe it's time of the year or something. Yeah, maybe so. I uh, James says he got on some bluegill today that was still on the beds. You know, our friend Tara um, from Minnesota, she posted a picture today from up there of two uh, bluegill on a nest. They were they were you know, but they're way north. They're way north. So yeah, that that was kind of my point. And with this weather swinging back and forth, it was 50 degrees last night. Who knows what's that, what that's going to do to the fish. Well, that's, that's true. That's yeah, true. the two, last two of the three fishing trips I went out looking for flatheads, I ended the night, it was just over 50 degrees, Lyle. It was ridiculous. Water drops are like eight degrees each time, too. It was, it was silly. I, I, it's not a conducive to, to having super productive nights. And then two days later after the the weather warms up i got friends here that are they're they're killing it uh, my buddy one buddy brandon got on seven small ones uh night before last wow that's nuts well i think that that for the most part i know the crappie's done i think the gills are done uh, that's all the pan fish are pretty much over hey there's laura just joins us and all that fluff and stuff indiana chris carmel muncie um, I like the very end of uh, Stuff's uh, live stream the other day. I think she was making a chicken curry. Yes, yeah, she was cooking something. I was in and out of it. I could say we was dealing with uh, my brother's issues, so uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't able to stay in there very long. But I did notice that she was cooking something. Of course, I always like that. <laughs> I've never had curry, so I was curious. Yeah, I don't. I haven't either, so I don't know how that will work out. Hey, Stonefly, how are you doing? But uh, there's Lynn from Catfish Fever Outdoors. What's going on, Lynn? But, uh, yeah, I, I think the spawn is is pretty much over. Uh, your bluegills don't bed every month during the summer. Not here. They do not. Um, we're, I guess we're too far north. They usually a couple of times a, a summer, but not not every month. Not here anyway. They always do here like sometime during the first two weeks in June. Yeah. But they're, they're over now. Uh, I, I would be surprised if we get – we might get another one, but I doubt it. Uh, it's the, you know, those and bass beds, they're the coolest things to see on side scan. I mean, it literally looks like the top, like the surface of a golf ball when you come by. The, yeah. Obviously, the bass beds are a lot bigger, but when you get next to those bluegill ones, especially the little electric lake that I fish over here, uh, the bluegill are stunned there because not a lot of people take them. So the really small, tiny ones, they're like everywhere, little peck yeah. bugs. Stonefly says they do breed up to five times a year. Cool. I've heard that. That'd be cool. They kind of have to the way they're uh, they're eaten by anything and everything. Yeah, that's pretty much right. Yeah, every full moon. Hmm, that's something I have never heard before. But hey, 
I'll take whatever they can get. Just keep producing them. I'll keep catching them. That's you know. Kind I of did. En I did enjoy your video with fly fishing for a while. <laughs> yeah, till I till I got up in the tree. I felt well, that like James Kirkpatrick. <laughs> that was enjoyable too, but still, it was good to see. <laughs> Not from my perspective. It was good to see you out there doing it. I mean, yeah. it, I'm really fighting the urge to pick up a fly rod. I just don't have the time even to get out and chase them flatheads this year. It, it's going to be rough. We're going to try and make some time. So we'll see what happens with Kevin. If Dockery can do it, anybody can do it. Dockery fishes every day. He's a lucky man. He's, he is he, a lucky he, man. He works at getting out there every day. And so. he's got a driver. He's got a driver. He don't have to drive. He don't get, you know, he can take a nap while Katie takes him wherever he wants to go. That, that don't matter to me. I'm a control freak. I can't let anybody else drive. I just can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> and Betty, Betty, will, Betty will attest to this. If I can't have my foot in, I ain't going. She <laughs> says her job with a lead foot, Chicago lead foot. Justin says he'd like to go squirrel fishing too. I, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> Wait till the, Wait till the uh, pecans get back up on the tree here later on this year. <laughs> we sure whacked and stacked them last year. So uh, uh, this weekend, I'm probably going to chase some panfish. I'm going to go after some some crappie, and I know I can get on some bluegills. I'm going to drop my boat in that in that little electric only lake and chase them. Try to stay off the river. We'll see. I know Brian B's got a. Um, Oh, Doc sent you a message, he said. You better check that out. It might be important. Probably not. On the weekends, I, I really not a fan of getting out on that river, but <laughs> it can happen. Do I need to look at that or do you yeah, got you might want to? All right. <laughs> oh man. I um I'm torn right now, Mark, between fishing with um with jigs. Which I dearly love to do uh -huh. with uh, ultra light rods. Uh, I prefer six and seven foot rods. Uh, I do have some seven and a half foot rods. I, I don't like them any longer than that. Or fly fishing for uh, for for bluegill and uh, all all panfish. Um, but um, right now, if I go out jig fishing, I think I want to float uh, and tip it with either some type of worm or um, uh, crappie niblet, niblet uh -huh. something like that, and uh, just let the, the the cork float around with a jig underneath of it, because there's wind about every day, and that causes waves and the, causes the jig to move around. Uh, either that or fly rod uh, to catch them with. I uh, went and fished these out. I got like all of them that you and Dockery talked to me into buying. I got like a whole stack of them sitting here on my desk. Really? Dockery? I, I talked you into buying those? These little tiny tungstens out and really? with going after those big uh, red breasts this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of on a mission too. Well, I, I talked to James the other day and he gave me his opinion on something. I and mean, you may have been in on the conversation, but um, I got this. Talk, usually it's yelling. <laughs> I got this box from uh, Little Miss Bacon Baits, mm -hmm. and it has one-inch plastics in it. They were real tiny, uh, and I know they're one-inch. Uh, I just didn't realize how small they was, and I've got some 164th and 180th ounce jigs, and I think to float them plastics underneath a cork would be amazing. Then all you got to do is find out what depth they're at and catch them. If you've got um, such a light uh, jig, you can put that on your fly rod, right? With a little strike indicator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that definitely. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be fun too. But yeah, I think you're you're right on the ticket there. Just bring your little toothpick with you. To, there you I go. Do, I do have some of these. Now they're a little bit bigger than one inch. They're like one and a half. Um, and those I think would work really good. Um, fishing around structure, um, trees, wood, uh, where the place that I've been going to has a, a, uh, bridge, a low water bridge that goes over mm -hmm. it with water that runs through it. But when it gets high, it run, of course it runs over, it knocked a chunk of it, the rail off of it when a big tree went through here a while back, it's almost a new bridge, but, um, you can just jig those things around any of that structure. You should be gold. You know, I, I 
I've been watching our buddy Caleb over at 903 Fishing, and he loves a couple of those bridges that he frequents quite a bit. And I've been like racking my brains out trying to figure out if there's any place that I can, you know, actually bank fish underneath a bridge somewhere like that. And uh, maybe maybe I'll get lucky and I'll find something. But that's definitely something I want to concentrate on. And, you know, I love fishing out of my boat, too. But, you know, it's a heck of a lot easier when you could just hop in your ride and go down the street or, you know, a couple miles away and just throw that line out and be done in an hour or two, you know. Well, that's exactly right. And that's like the uh, the low water bridge in the creek that we go to. Um, <laughs> um <clears throat> the uh the water um is kind of fast that goes underneath that bridge, but um it also goes through there. Check your message that Dockery sent you. I did. Apparently not. Oh. I'll take care of that, James Dockery. I get interrupted. I lose my train of thought where I was at. But anyhow, this bridge, um, <clears throat> it provides structure itself, but um, there's a tree that floated in, and that's new structure. So um, if we don't get a bunch of... Um, high water from here on to fall, that tree is probably going to be there all summer. Uh, about, oh, I'd say within the next month, those fish will be used to it being there. So that's going to be structure I can fish. Now, this is a tree that's probably three foot in diameter. And I don't know how long it is. It's a pretty good sized tree. But anyhow, it's staying in the water so far. And as long as it stays in water, those fish will use that for structure. And I can just cast up on it and not only catch fish off of it, I'm sure I can get hung up and lose a couple of jigs or flies. Well, I know where you can get some more, though, Lyle. Yeah, probably know where I got plenty of them. <laughs> I, I noticed, yeah, I noticed a couple of people come in. Melissa sent everybody over from Hog Legs. Thanks, Melissa. I see Silver Fox Fishing. Sandy, how you doing? Uh, there's Quiet Man Curtis Bacon. What's up? Uh, if we missed anybody, I apologize. I want to make sure I got those people. And there's Ricky over at Solo Text Adventure. What's up, Ricky? Your uh, brother did uh, send me a dirty message. It wasn't dirty. This he's demanding little fella. They're no bigger than he is. You know. You you, you gotta love. Him. We wouldn't talk to him if we didn't love him though. Well, that's for sure. There's Brian B. What's going on, Brian? How you doing? Good to have Brian in here. Parker Pursuits. My buddy, Jerry. You know, let me let me ask a self-serving question to the chat. Did it end in a tie between Stan and Porkchop? That's all I want to know. <laughs> I didn't get a chance. I went over there before Chad's show started, but Chad's voice was so messed up. That I hated oh. to. Um, There's somebody I, in the base. <laughs> What's up, little brother? <laughs> what is going on? I I never thought that okay. you would want to be in the middle of this conversation. Yeah, um, but you guys keep talking trash about me and then not sending me a link so that I can defend I was my honor. But nice about to you about you. Yeah. How uh, did? I, I didn't talk any trash about you. I haven't admitted my love for you, James Dockery. Yeah, wait till the end of the show, guys. And Mark, <laughs> get your finger off to kick him off the, the show button. All it's right. Hit, hit, hit. <laughs> Listen, and you guys were talking about you know how the spawn and stuff like that is over in you guys' areas and stuff like that. Well, here and I mean, and I'm I'm in between you guys. I'm still catching crappie that some crappie that are on the spawn, I'm still catching uh, bluegill that are are spawning and stuff like that. It a lot of it depends on the water temperature. Um, so you guys may go to a bigger lake and it it's still you know they're still spawning, and then you may go to a pond and they're all spawned out. So I mean everything that you guys hear online, especially from Mark, take with a grain of salt, guys. I mean seriously. Where's that button? Where's that button? Um, do you think I, that has to do with the fact that water temperature in certain waters is higher than others? It, the, just the water temperature itself. I mean, if you guys, I mean, we had a cold snap come through that destroyed uh, the crappie spawn here for a, a good chunk of time. And um, go, go on, Creel. 
<clears throat> Creo's my buddy. But anyway, um, and it, it did. It destroyed all the, the crappie beds. You know, when the crappie came up there to spawn and stuff like that, I mean, it just it sent them straight back out. And we had a hard time finding anything for the better part of uh, three weeks as far as decent Which size crappie. Which three weeks was this? <sighs> Looky there. Here's one of my favorite dockeries. Mine yeah. too. Yeah, no, go away. You you've been seen on TV. Go away. Um, well, I mean, but listen, and, and I'm not fishing the same waters, guys. I, I should I should be fully you know upfront with this. You know, it I'm makes fishing. sense to me because I've only been fishing for panfish and ponds around here. I haven't put any time on the lakes yet. Now, what, right. what I was encountering is the week before last, I was catching them off of beds, plain as day, dragging those baits across the shore. I'd get one in a different spot each time. And, and that was it. Last week, I had a fish like out towards the center a little bit, real close and tight to like weed beds and patches of floating stuff. They were hiding in the shade and I was getting nothing near near the side. But that, that could be different on the bigger bodies of water with temperatures well, and stuff like that, too. Definitely. Right. The lake I was fishing at today, um, I was catching a big, big, giant male uh, crappie that were up close to the bank that still had their tuxedos on. And then I was catching, you know, some males that had already, you know, had gone back to their original color way, way out in the deep also. So they're, they're, they're staggered. They're not, I mean, not every fish is going to be automatic. Go, Hey, it's time to spawn. Let's go up there, run up there and spawn. Yeah. You know, it, it, they're going to stagger out. It's the same thing with bluegill. So, I mean, it, just bullfrog. Now, do they spawn multiple times a year? Like people were saying. Blue, uh, bluegill, yes, bluegill will. Okay. Yeah, crappie? crappie, crappie generally will not. Yeah. I mean, I've I've never I've never noticed a crappie. You know, now crappie will uh, move back up to the banks and stuff like that. They'll move the fall. in. And, they'll move in and out with conditions and stuff, and and and, and 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 whatever absorb their eggs and have to grow them back and stuff like that. I know they do that, but it's not a, like a multiple spawn type thing. No, no, it's not. It's not a multiple spawn. Uh, bluegill will, uh, the dreaded hybrid bluegills will. Uh, uh, bass will not. Bass is a one and done thing. So is channel cat. So is flathead blues. That kind of stuff. Um, before we get too carried away, I, since you guys are going to ignore her, I would like to welcome Betty into chat. Hello, Betty. I was too late. I was too waiting. Late. I was waiting for the best cross to come in, Mister Cross. Oh, so, Mr. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's I know. Trouble, I, I, yeah. Listen, I live with this. Uh, never mind. I'm, we're not. We're going to be nice, and we're going to try to be professional about this today. So, <laughs> Mr. Well, what makes tonight different? Because <laughs> you, you guys really don't want to get me going. Because you know, we, we can we can talk about conservation side of things, and then trust me, that's going to get everybody in trouble. Let's take a step back. Explain the hybrid bluegills to us. All right, hybrid bluegill is a cross between a regular bluegill and a uh, green sunfish. And here's a problem. All right, everybody tells these as you know they grow bigger, they grow faster, uh, they fight just as hard as you know the big bluegills and stuff like that. Here's the downfall. Uh, people believe that a hybrid bluegill is a sterile fish. It is not. They will reproduce. When they reproduce, they revert over time. They will revert back. The, the eggs and stuff, or the hatchlings and stuff, will revert back to either a solid bluegill or a solid green sunfish. And if you're not careful, if you stock these hybrid bluegill in your pond, these you know, and it, the, most of them say revert back to a green sunfish. A green sunfish will go in and raid a bluegill nest in a heartbeat. And the next thing you know, you've got a pond that is filled with nothing but green sunfish, and they're all maybe two or three inches long. If you're, if you're seriously about, go, you know, stocking a pond or a lake or something like that, you know, guys, go with traditional bluegill. Don't go with the hybrids. Betty <laughs> says, Brandon says to Dockery, dude, give it up. You know, Listen, she's if, if I'm not That's talking straight to Mr. Cross, I'm I'm not buying a word she says. So <laughs> here's the one I like. That's the one. <laughs> 
I can show you the, the crappie the, or the hot tub right now. There are no crappie in that hot tub. <laughs> not, there's not plants. Now. There's plants in there, and there's about to be about four or five dozen minnows in there here pretty soon. So, <laughs> For those of you listening on the audio only, uh, Harley Dockery posts in a comment says, have you not told him about the hot tub full of crappie off the back porch? Question mark. But there is a there is a there is a five gallon bucket full of flay or the uh, fully filleted crappie out on the uh, back porch. I couldn't get anybody to help me, so I had to do it myself. Mark, I told you I'm not qualified. But no, I mean, and guys, that's that's the important thing. If you guys, you know, like if you're building a pond or you know you're fishing, you know, a small lake or something like that, make sure you're taking your fair share out of there. Don't don't leave it up to you know chance for that other people are going to be doing it because you you will ruin a lake or a pond if you are not harvesting responsibly out of those ponds. That's right. You got to take some of them out. You just have yes. to. Yes. Yeah. There's a just great question to. there. Copper nose blue blue fill hybrids. Bluegill uh, hybrids. Uh, copper no copper nose. I They're haven't a breed seen. Of their own. Yeah, they are a breed of their own. So, but yeah, green sunfish will take over a pond. That's just like, you know, around here, the big thing was there for a while, everyone going and catching a flathead and throwing it into the pond because it was an oddity. And folks, you do that, you'll ruin a pond in a heartbeat. There won't be a fish left in that pond except except for that flathead. We have ponds over here with like 30 to 40 inch northern pike in them here, James. I wonder how they got in there. Yeah, I wonder. It'd be the same thing. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, and that's that's on the conservation side though. I mean, you know, any any body of water that you that you do, guys, learn learn the body of water, you know, and and I get that people are you know, especially now with the gas prices the way they are and, and people not wanting to travel and stuff like that. Uh so far this year I have fished uh thirty two different bodies of water here in Missouri. And that, I mean, my goal is, is to hit as many of them I can this year. And I, I don't want to be limited to fishing, you know, the same waters and catching the exact same fish and throwing this, you know, that fish back and stuff like that. To me, that just, that gets boring. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I'm the same way. I want that challenge, you know, and, and I, Mark knows this cause I, you know, I picked his brain relentlessly for better part of two years trying to figure out you know how to get on some yellow perch congratulations by the way and thank you and everything he told me didn't work so thank you again folks you got a body of water that has them plentiful that's the thing well i I know body of water and boom it worked (laughs) well i know but i I finally you know figured out what works in this area and and it wasn't what you told me and so but uh that that i didn't tell you or night crawler Nightcrawler. A, a nightcrawler. Just a, a plain Jane Carolina rig, small hook thrown out there on the bottom, and I was catching them. There you go. I, I caught 10 of them in one day, and, and two of them qualified for master anglers. But Did you bring them home? Uh, the one, no, the big one uh, that qualified me for a master angler award, he got released uh, to swim another day. The uh-huh. next one right down from him, which was also a master angler, he got, he unfortunately had to come home with me because. I want to taste him. So oh, did you, you didn't taste him yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I brought enough home to, to fill a little no, baggie no, up. You, and, didn't, you didn't cook him yet and send Lyle pictures is I guess where I was going with that. Not yet. Not yet. And I, I kind of figured that I'd wait for it was on one of those days when it was raining, like it always is down there and then I'll do it. Well, it didn't rain today. So guess what I did? You mowed your yard. You're right. <laughs> We've, we've heard this story before, you know. It's either honestly. raining or we're mowing, or it's raining or we're mowing. I mean, <laughs> kind of the way it is. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, I, I, I was, I was excited about that yellow perch. Um, didn't expect to get a master angler angler award so early on that one. But uh, now that I, I have, it's, I'm, it's time to pick a new f- species of fish and go after it. Yeah, well, well, when you say master angler, that's just the one citation for the one fish in Missouri, right? That's what they called it. I'm, I'm you cut up there, Mark. What was that? You get a master angler just for like one fish, right? Is that what it is? Each it fish? has to be. It has to be a certain size. You can okay. you can put in for multiples of them of the right, same species right. and stuff. 
Uh, so far this year, I've, I've qualified for two, uh, a 15-inch crappie and then uh, the 12-inch uh, yellow perch I caught yesterday. Nice. So I'm just waiting for them to come back in through the mail. Um, but now, you know, I'll, I'll pick a, a species of fish that I, you know, normally don't target and I'll start to go after them. I'll start doing research and I'll ignore everything Mark tells me and I'll just do it my, you know, whatever I can find and I'll, I'll try to get after them, you know, and, but the, the new thing is, is the fly fishing and, you know, uh, you guys had Matthew Warburg on here last week. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he, he did, he spewed out a lot of, of good information on fly fishing and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've been talking to Lyle and, uh, Rob chance, Rob chance has been walking me through a lot of this stuff too. So it's, it's fun. It, it, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's a learning curve. That's for sure. Have you hit it? Have you gotten stuck in any trees yet? No, no, I have, I have yet to lose. I mean, you're I, not trying hard enough. Well, it, I tied up uh, some jigs, you know, some flies, because I thought, well, all right, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this wholeheartedly. I'm going to tie my own flies in the whole nine yards. And I went out and I got the, you know, some a nice mess of crappie. And I came home with the same fly that I had tied on to start with, Lyle. And I cut it off. I cap on it and I, <laughs> I didn't do that. Put it up. Mike so. Greenwell has joined us. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. Yeah, Rick, there, there is a species called a pumpkin seed. At least here we yeah. call them pumpkin seeds. And seed. they are beautiful. They are, they the are, they are pretty. Yeah. They're gorgeous, yeah. I, I think Fluff and Stuff is in here from Australia tonight. And she has she uses prawns to fish with over there. They're and large Mike, shrimp. That's what I thought. How can you use shrimp for bait? Oh, I, listen, I'd much rather use shrimp for bait than, than eat them. To be oh, no. With I, you. I, oh. What's wrong with you? Wrap them in some bacon or dip them in oh, some panko. Now you're done. Oh, my gosh. I love shrimp. But I was I was thinking that was probably right, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. No, they, that's what they are. They're they're really large shrimp is is pretty much what they are. And they're usually whole, and they're usually uh, you can get bait shrimp here too uh, at some places, but just remember that they haven't passed inspection. So eat them at your own risk. That's right. When we're down at the lakefront, we'll buy the pre cooked shrimp and bring some cocktail sauce down there when we're perch fishing, and there we that. so if we got extra bait, we can go ahead and eat it because they're cooked already. Yeah, so the most colorful fish we have in North America, the pumpkin seed sunfish. I would agree with that. See, I'm, I'm about to pull a creo here in probably a week or so. I'm gonna go get me some crawdads out of one of my ponds. And how big yeah. are the ones up here by or where you're at? Um, I don't know. We get it sometimes you get some really, really big ones in there. We're talking oh, six inch eight inch you know crawdads they're they're pretty big size but but most of them are you know all about three or four inches long all that fluff and stuff says she uses prawns because they're biodegradable and protects my beautiful reefs and the beautiful delicious eating fish that swim there i also only fish to eat mates it's a lifestyle here in australia that makes sense yep I don't know too many people who saltwater fish and release for the most part. Maybe red fishermen on occasion, but they'll keep them every now and then. Yeah. Well, I mean, and for the most part, um, a lot of the fish that I turn, uh, that I catch, I turn back. Um, As far as crappie and bluegill and stuff like that. Now, it doesn't, and I know I'm going to catch a lot of crap over this one, but if I hook into a largemouth bass, I'm sorry, folks, he's not going back in my water with my crappie. Uh, at all they 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 had their run with bass and bass master and you know all them other things it is it is very much a vendetta thing so now it doesn't matter what size bass it is you know it's it's coming home and well i'm gonna have me a nice sandwich out of it no the thing is that that one that you take home and eat will never eat another crappie baby that's right exactly He'll never eat another crappie. He'll never eat another bluegill. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, I plan on keeping a heck of a lot more channel cats this year. I'm looking forward to that. And maybe this weekend, if I can find some decent-sized panfish, maybe some crappie, we're going to we're gonna bring some home with me. So um, I went through some of the crappie that I had in my freezer. So it's, it's time to replenish the supply. But with the price of steak these days, crappie and catfish don't sound too bad to eat for dinner. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's, you know, when me and Lyle were talking about this here a while back, um, and, you know, used to, you know, everybody preached, you know, don't don't take bigger fish than, you know, so many pounds and all this stuff. Folks, at this point in time, if you see somebody taking a fish out of the water, let them take it. That's you right. know, if it's not, you know, monstrous, 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 and you didn't pay for their fishing license, just sit back, wave and, and think, you know, of the better times we used to have. Because you don't know their situation at home. Exactly. You, you don't. You don't know how many they're trying to feed or, you know, what their any of their situation is. Um, solo text. Uh, the way I cook my bass is, is I, I flay it out to meat and I cut it up into chunks and then I hand it to Katie and she does whatever she does to it and then hands it back to me and I eat it. So that's how I cook my fish. It's Katie. So... But so she uses Katie makes it, you eat it. Exactly. Yeah. But for the most part, we use Zatarans, just and deep fat fry them. <clears throat> well, Zatarans is almost like Andy's. It you can't hardly mess it up. Yeah, you pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's a, one of those you don't even have to dip in milk or anything like that. You just you know roll the fish around in it and fry it. I see I, Jeremy Albritton is in chat tonight. Just as a reminder. Next Thursday night, he will be our guest on Panfish Nation. I watched him do a lot of striper fishing there uh, a while back, anyway. I, I used to watch him do a lot of jig time, but I haven't caught him doing it here recently. But I think he's been busy. At least I think that's who that was. It was on that boat that was striper fishing or something. May have been. Kept I'll send you, uh, is Jeremy on Facebook? Jeremy, if you're on Facebook, I'll send you a friend request so I can get a picture from you, bud, for next week. Oh, no, that was James Albrighton or something like that. Really? that yeah, that's who that was. Well, Jeremy Wait. will be our guest. We're going to have a good time. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. So we, we get a lot of requests for jig tying uh -huh. nights and stuff like that, too. But We do. It's, and we need to get back at that. We do. And I've I've got people that are aggravated because I started doing them videos on tying jigs, and I haven't got back to that. But uh, just had a lot of stuff going on this spring, and uh, now that's hopefully we'll start settling down. Maybe we yeah. can get back to some of that. <clears throat> well, I mean, and the sad thing is, is right now um, we've got so many classes that we're still teaching, uh, Katie and I, around here, and we picked up going to different counties and, and teaching there and stuff like that. So our, our nights and some of our days are pretty well packed with all that stuff. And, and as much as I like you guys and, and some of the people in chat, don't um, uh, I'd much rather spend time with those people than you. Yeah. You know, I, I can talk to you guys anytime. Those, you know, so. how dare you say something like that? Okay, listen, you should know me by now. I'm re I really don't have a filter, so I've known you longer than all the rest of Well, them. I know that, I know that, but I mean, just because you delivered me presents when I was, <laughs> you know, like knee high to a grasshopper doesn't mean you get you know free pass. <laughs> it was a long time ago when Lyle was knee high. Wait, he still is knee high. Wait, wait did I say that? <laughs> Kim Burnett says harvesting is important, and he's very correct. Yes, um, yes, he is. The key to harvesting is selective harvesting and taking the right ones and leaving the right ones, and it's really not that hard, James. What? Selective harvest. It's not oh, that hard. Yeah, selective harvest. And see, and that's that's the problem. Um, you know, we a lot of uh, the 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 people that are on YouTube and stuff like this, they you know they preach the whole CPR, you know, and all this stuff. And working with fisheries biologists and working a lot with the public and some of the educators, you know, for the state, some of the state senators, legislation, stuff like that, we, we've got to get away from the whole, you know, this is the wrong way to, to catfish. Folks, you're never going to get rid of trout lining. You're never going to get rid of bank poles. Nope. You're never going to get rid of commercial fishing. No. You're not even going to get rid of pay lakes. Oh, now, what? 
And, and that's too bad, but you're that, not. That, that is. But listen, and here's the here's the problem. When we start talking about pay lakes, it's all pay lakes. Okay. We, we, you know, people get the assumption that every pay lake is, you know, horrible thing and, and stuff like that. It, there are a lot of mom and pop pay lakes out there that have farm raised channel cat in there or carp or carp. And right? So and if trout. we're, if in, this is the language that, you know, some of the languages that we all need to work on is if you're talking about the trophy pay lakes where these guys are taking big, you know, giant monster cats out. We want to get rid of those, you know, and push those right out the door. But these mom and pop ones, you're never going to get rid of them. Ever. You can't. You, can. you know, and even around here, we've got some uh, some pay lakes that have nothing but but uh, bluegill in them. And people can, you know, pay, you know, X amount of dollars to go down there and you fish for bluegill. You can take, you know, your limit and stuff like that home with you every day. And they use that money to restock that. And it's easy for elderly people to walk around, people with disabilities and stuff like that. So, like I said, I just, it's. But they could stop the pay lakes from taking the, the fish that, that, out of our natural resources. Yes. And, and the key to this, and I went through this twice and posted it twice. And people um, looked at me like I had a case of something that you're not supposed to have. The key to I'll that you're, is you're, to you're stop the red ass. Well, that's it. it. But yeah. you you have to stop using the term trophy. Yes. Yes. You're never going to get anything done as long as you use that term. And you can't make fun of the people that makes the rules because they can just keep going on and on and on. They don't care if, if you get what you want or not. If you're making fun of them or calling them names, they're just going to drag it out long as they can. Exactly. And by that time, and, you'll be dead and gone, and they still haven't done anything. Right. See, and here's, you know, and this is, I, I I apologize. This is, you know, getting off the subject of panfish, you know, a little bit and stuff like that. <laughs> we never um, But uh, this is part of the whole con uh, conservation, you know, issue is, you know, if you start limiting one species, well, then, you know, the crappie guys, they're going to want, you know, this from this size to this size protected because they want to be able to catch that, you know, two pound crappie or three pound crappie. Well, then the, the bluegill guys are going to be like, well, if they're not over nine inches, you're not, you know, you shouldn't be able to take them because we want to, you know, breed these large things. I just People want to eat them. Well, they say, and that's me, you know, um, I just want to catch them. I mean, yeah. I, I, I need to fish more is what I need to do, but it's hard for me to fish even more when, you know, I'm limited as far as where I can go, especially with the gas prices they are. Well, and, and let's touch on that for a second. I think that you're going to see a lot more people keeping fish to offset the cost of their trips now because it's costing them three times what it did two years ago yeah. to go fishing every time they go out. And a yeah. lot of people like me, my boat hasn't been out since we got back from Wisconsin. And that's a crying shame. Yeah. But at $5 a gallon, I have to pick and choose, and I'm not taking it out while the fish are spawning. Right, catfish, I'm just not going to. See, and I'm I'm not even I'm not even catfishing right now. I mean, it, to me, it's it's just a waste of waste time. Waste of time, yeah. You know, because the blues are spawning, the flathead are spawning. You're going to catch some channel catch. You're going to catch some small blues that you know haven't figured life out yet. As far as this is what you know, we absolutely have to do every year. That's right. Um, you're going to catch those, which which is fine, you know, and. It, take them home guys if you're feeding your family feed yeah. them you know and here's hell with what everybody else says by the way fish on luke has joined us in chat welcome luke here's Thanks, a here's that. a thing that that you guys bear in mind truman lake of the ozarks and all of their tributaries has raised the limit on undersized fish we have a 28 and under 28 to 34 slot and over 34. You're allowed two overs, none in the slot, but 10 unders. So you can go down there. They want you to keep Take the underfish because there's so many of them in those lakes and tributaries. They're trying to get you to keep more of them and take them home and harvest them. See, and that's, well, why that's, would you not do that? Well, and see, and that's part of the problem is, you know, you do have a lot. And, and I've, I've seen YouTubers, you know, the catfishing YouTubers say this and stuff like that. And, and I do have a problem with this is, oh, I throw all my catfish back. 
Okay, well, if you throw all your catfish back, that's fine. I mean, you bought that license, that's yours to do it. But I guarantee you, you are not helping the conservation side You're part of, the problem. of it. Because I guarantee you, there's there's a family somewhere sitting on that bank that would love to have those fish. Yep. You know, um, you know and like that, it's like getting a deep hooked one and you can't stop it from bleeding. Don't put yep. it back. Harvest back. the fish. It's yep. going to die anyhow. You know, and, and one of the, the – we're stuck on the on the big, big names and catfishing and stuff like that, you know, and, and I don't know. But there are, there are people that do more for conservation efforts that, you know, they don't make a, a rant, you know, on, on Facebook. They're not trying to get people to sign up to where – you know, you have to send them X amount of dollars each year for a letterhead for that they can go out and, you know, and say, hey, we sent the letter. We've stopped this you know, bill or that bill. No, you're part of a bigger problem. Um, but Aaron Wheatley, Aaron Wheatley has done more for conservation than, you know, than most. Uh, Dieter, Luke, Luke Hinges, you know, he's part of, you know, a, a program that he, you know, he gets to sit on a, a council board and, you know, and give his opinion about this and stuff like that. These are the people that are actually making changes. They're not sitting on Facebook. They're not, you know, ranting and raving about the Ohio River being this or the James River being that or the Mississippi River. You know, guys, I every time that we, you know, we have a meeting, we're there. And this is a prime example. Here a while back, while they did that catfish survey uh, here in Missouri, where they gave everybody, in the, you know, a time slot to send in what they wanted to see, you know, as far as catfishing here in, in the state of Missouri. They made a big change to Mark Twain Lake. Right. They The rest of the state pretty much got ignored. And the reason why that is is because there were more people that were concentrated on Mark Twain than all of the other state. So everything, you know, because we wanted, you know, limits as far as commercial fishing, you know, the size that they can keep. The same as, as we, you know, one over, you know, some under. Nobody else put that in there. But the guys up around Mark Twain, Mark Twain got it passed. We, you know, for the state, we we could not. So, you know, we're going to the fisheries meetings. We're going to, we're talking to the Congress members. And we're not just, you know, send them a letter, guys. We're actually calling. We're going to, you know, if they're showing up at our town hall meeting, we're going there and we're talking about it. But we're also going there with the right information. We're not going in there with the stories of, hey, you know, my uncle's brother's cousin's best friend's boyfriend, you know, was diving down by the dam and saw catfish about the size of a Volkswagen. That right there, that's going to get you shut down. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. And it should. And it should. Yeah. And there's there is enough information on YouTube. There's enough information on Google. You know, help go to the Missouri Department of Conservation. They've got, you know, all the information you'd ever possibly need on the habitats and structure and all this stuff for these fish. Learn these fish. I mean, that's it's that simple. I've got so many fisheries biologist books here at the house, it's not even funny. And that's what I'm doing. If I'm not fishing and I'm not talking to these two idiots and the, you know, the other one, I know. What did he say? I don't. <laughs> but that's what I'm doing. James should not join the ACA. No, I would. I'll. I'll never join the ACA. Just not going to do it. No, you got to have some truth to what you're talking about. Yeah, and I, I had a chance, and I used to support them and stuff like that. I I can't say that I do anymore. I'd like and, to announce James Dockery is starting the Dockery Catfish Association as of tonight, right now. Let me let me <laughs> let me put this as simple as I possibly can before anybody sends me a cease and desist order. When I get that letter, I will frame it, and it will go right here behind me on my wall. Right along with the rest of them that I get from organizations because I speak out against them when I find that they're doing wrong. You, know, you have to be honest with people and you do face it. That's not that organization is not so. Well, and and the the problem is is I'm sometimes too brutally honest, and I you know I don't hold back. That's you know really I, just, I don't. No, I don't. There's a handful of people I truly do like, and well, none of the screen. Well, there's one on the screen. You. 
Well, that's the one on the screen, Lyle. Harley, can I PayPal you some money to kick him in the shit? <laughs> not even watching. He's gone. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but no, guys. I mean, we we've all got to come together on this stuff. We do. You know, as, as far as conservation, and even for crappie and bluegill and yellow perch and and all this stuff, it, conservation, you know, is the big key. And if we don't know what we're talking about, and we're throwing out false information and and stuff like that. That's it's just going to it, it, it's going to hurt us all in the long run. And that's what's happening right now. Right. It, it is. If you don't know what you're talking about, if you don't fish for the fish, if you don't have a clue what you're doing, then don't start an organization. Run your mouth about stuff you do not know anything about. Shut it up and leave it alone. Leave it to the people that's got a clue what they're talking about. Yeah. And and that's and, and I'll be, you know, first to tell you, you know, as far as like fishing, you know, out of Missouri, I have fished in Texas, uh, Louisiana. You know, I, I, I fish all over the country uh, pretty much. Um, and what works in some areas may not work in your area. And then what works in your area may not work in my area. But I enjoy still listening to it. But if you start rambling on about stuff that I know for a fact will not work, uh, you've lost me. And. I should say, guys, make sure you unsub from James Dockery Fishing. No. The not dude anymore. is, no. And, and, and if you have small children, please cover their ears at this point. The guy's a dick, and just, <laughs> I would unsub him, seriously. I would definitely agree with that part. <laughs> that's, that's a reason to watch. <laughs> you got to go watch. You got to sub to James Dockery fishing just to see what the hell he's going to do next. You just I'm never not going to do anything next. <laughs> There's only four videos, guys. If you want to watch the four and then unsub, I don't blame you. I would. You, you had a whole bunch, but you took them off, James. I did. I did. But and no, I mean, and and I I do get passionate about concept the conservation side of it. But I hear a lot of false information on on YouTube and stuff like that, and and you know from other organizations yeah. and stuff. And it's just it, it bothers me. And if guys, you really want to help, check your local area. There will be a you know some sort of a conservation effort you know group there, if not locally in your state, and join it. It's free. You know they they'll well, usually tell you. Dime. Nope. They usually tell you when the meetings are, you know, and go to the meetings and listen to what these guys say. That's the best thing I can tell you. You don't have to pay anybody anything um, to do, you know, to do this stuff. That's right. These um, and there's a conservation agent in every county. Some counties have more than one. Depends yep. on the size and all the things. But they all have programs that you can be involved with and you don't have to pay nothing and it yeah. benefits your area. Yeah. Whether and, it be and, for catfish or bluegill or crappie or bass, whatever your like is, they can help you with that. And it's free. Creo, I liked you the best of all until now. Wow. Unbelievable. <sighs> you would say something. Yeah. No, but I mean, and it, it, but it does. I mean, it, it bothers me that, you know, when you hear these guys say that, you know, this is the only way to do this is it's you, know, not. you have to join this organization and pay this month, you know, this membership and all this. It, that's it's just not true. You know, that's you true. there are people out there that have gone above and beyond what it takes to get things done. And, and they're actually doing it. Yeah, they are. You know, and I and don't get me wrong. I. Love Luke Kinch's, you know, to death. I've I've met him years ago, and and you know, followed him, and we've talked, you know, from time and time. It, if you really want to talk conservation, talk to him. He knows. I mean, he it. he knows all about it, and he, he knows, knows what it he done. knows what it takes to get things done. You know, and it, he's he is all about conservation. He so, might not know how to get the second rod added to your license so you can fish with but he's working one on at it. a time he's but he at least on. makes an attempt to make it you, happen you man i'm gonna tell you you're gonna get some hate mail from him now because sure he has been fighting that fight for a long time I am in disbelief that when they go out fishing you're allowed to use one fishing rod and that and yeah that's it 
Yeah. That is. And I've the day they can use a bluegill live for bait up there is going to be the day he's a real happy man. That's, that's right. exactly oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah that's machine true. outdoors. Welcome. But yeah, uh, they got some funny things, but they got big flatheads. They that they do that they, they do. Flathead, so and he's and and Luke Hinches is, is I mean he's he's got to be one of the most versatile fishermen that I have ever seen. He catching. I mean, oh yeah, you know, and it, and I thought you know I can I can pretty much you know hold my own, but no, not not when it comes to him. It, no, he he, he travels all over and. Some of the fish that he catches, it's just their pipe dreams for me. But he's like Chad. He's independently wealthy, and he can do all that traveling around and doing that stuff. Well, and this is true. Simple and young, wealthy. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Chad to pay me for the you know the rights to the bait shop. But it's just it's not. I don't think that's ever going to happen. So. How do you think he got all that money? By well, this is true. Probably, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Mark, do you have the giveaway tool put up? I do have it up. You just let me know what we're giving away here first. I have I have some ZFG uh, uh, jigs to give away. Again, made with tender, loving care. Tender, loving care. I have a package of those. I have a package of thumper jigs. Now, these are just jigs. But they are awesome looking jigs. You want to show everybody what you got there? There's the thumper jigs. Nice. They are They're very really nice. Cool. They're beautiful. They're blue with red eyes. And then the ZFGs are these right here. Oh, those are lovely too. They are great. I can't. They're made with tender, loving care. And we'll give those away. Since we're gonna do that, we'll do we can do all three uh at the same time, I'll give away a pack of plastics that I got from uh, um, some willow uh, blades from uh, um, Crappiezilla, and I'll give a couple of stickers. I'll give one pack of those away. So Sweet. We will do just uh, one collection of it, and we'll say hashtag uh, jigs if it lets me. There you go. We'll, we'll share it out there. So enter that in, hashtag jigs, to be entered in the giveaway, and we'll get those out to you. Who made sure. DNL sinkers? I received in a giveaway. Uh, Dennis Lawrenson lives up by Lake of Mark uh, Twain Lake. I'm glad you got them today, Lance. That's awesome. I've but, been trying to win a set of those for a long time. Um, what's that? Some of those DL sinkers. <laughs> oh, on Cabbage Weekly. Are people entering in here, or did they not see that? Hashtag jigs to be entered in, or did we stop broadcasting? Oh, yeah, Matt. I'll, uh, I, haven't been, I haven't done any jigs in the last several days with uh, stuff going on with my brother, but I'll get back to it pretty quick, probably. I can't stay away from I'm not like Chad. I can't buy a whole bunch of stuff and then use it up and not buy anymore. I got to have it. Chad said it's, it's blocked again. So let me try another uh, a hashtag. People are probably trying to enter it and it's not letting them enter that. Okay. All right. We'll do, we'll do hashtag wing gigs. Let me get that entered in here before you guys do that. There we go. We'll see if that works. There you go. It's not accepting anything. Thank you, D. Thank you, Chad. Let's see if we get some people in there. It didn't take yours, Mike, because no, it was entering. It was registering zero entry, so it was strange. I still don't see anybody entering. You might just do thumper. Yeah. There it is. Link put in there, and it. There we go. Okay. Yep. There it is. They're stacking up. There we go. Tim Donna got in. Green Machine got in. Travis, Justin, there we go. Joe Buck, Marillo. Hey, Joe Buck, how you doing, Mister? Now, Marillo? if uh, if Gabby's dad wins those, you you address that to Gabby, right? Yeah. She gets the jig. Okay, that's what I yeah. thought. We can do that. Yeah. And Gabby will keep them too. She'll probably get them anyhow, won't she? She probably. I think she can take Justin. I don't think he's that big. <laughs> <laughs> she 
She's sure a cutie. Chad's, Chad really likes her. Yeah. That's because she catches more fish than him. Probably. Whoops. Uh-oh. It's never good when you say that. Well, it, I hit something and the whole screen went blue, but it's back. We see you still, Lyle. We're all good. Okay, Matt, just let me know. Kind of jealous that uh, I saw that uh, Justin had gone down there and fished with Creo. Yeah, that's kind of, I don't know, good for him, I guess, but disappointing that he beat me down there. It's kind of disappointing that Creo let him in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that was rough there. I want to remind everybody, if you haven't given us a thumbs up, please do so. And if you're not a subscriber, we'd really appreciate your subscription to Panfish Nation. Help me and Lyle get the show to grow a little more. Absolutely. We are 110 subscribers away from the magical 1,000. 106, Lyle. We're getting there. Oh, we, we improved four over the, the show tonight. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. There's Rod Knocker fishing in the house. Carmel Muncy's entered in to win. Yeah, it looks like Justin confirmed that Gabby says she gets him. I bet she does. And she should. Justin could tie him up some. And Gabby could tie her up some. But I was, was going to say, Justin, Justin is actually a really good jig tire. He is, yeah. Not as good as Gabby. Gabby can do it with a dog mask on. That's true. But so can Sophie. This is true, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that's a fact. What was it that Chad wore one night? Oh, wait, that was just him. (laughs) Ouch. All right, Lyle, I think we're topped off here at 30. We'll give people one more chance to enter. Okay. Dan says he's doing his part in subscribing twice. Goober Time TV. (laughs) 903 Fishing, what's going on, Caleb? How you doing? All right, I think we're topped out here, Lyle. You ready to do the drawing? Absolutely. We'll do the one for the ZFGs first. Tender love and care right here. ZFG jigs. Hopefully Matt got in there in time. If not, he'll be entered in the second one. Tackle Box Mike. Congratulations, Tackle Box Mike. And how do you want him to contact you? Just message me on Messenger. It'd be great. I know he just sent me his stuff um, because he won here a few weeks ago, but I don't remember which name it was, so. Just message me again with your shipping address, and we'll go from there. Let's do the Thumper Jigs this time. Thumper Jigs. Here we go. If you entered in for the last one, you will automatically be entered in for this one. John Boy's Catfishing. Congratulations. Contact you again. Yep. Perfect. Just message me on Messenger, or you can email me if you'd rather at uh, Nation at gmail.com. I'm going to give a pack of uh, um, Crappiezilla Willows that I have and a couple of stickers uh, to the next winner. Whoever wins this, please contact me, and I'll let you know after we pull the winner. Round and round it goes. Where it stops, only Dockery knows. Yeah, I don't know. Lance, you know how to get in touch with me, so uh, get in touch with me. Give me your shipping address. I'll get those sent out to you, buddy. Congratulations, everybody uh, who won, and thanks to everybody that entered and everybody that subbed and gave us thumbs up tonight. We appreciate it. Absolutely. So, James, what else have you got to talk about tonight? While we, It's a rare occasion when you want to jump in here with us. I'm going fishing tomorrow. Really? That's hard to believe. That's pretty much about it. I got a bunch of classes coming up and a couple of lectures that we're doing and all this other good stuff. So it's a 
busy, busy time of year for us. That's good. That's good. Keeps you out of trouble. Yeah, but it also limits when I can fish and where I can fish, so that's bad. I've almost got tomatoes that are red. I do too. You should have you should have been planting rice, is what you should have been doing. Why you had that? enough rain down there that you could That's have true. very easily planted a you know that acre and a half behind your house. Or flooding his yard with crawfish. Yep. <laughs> that would have been better, yeah. <laughs> I'd have rather done that, but yeah, it's uh, it's been two days since it rained here. Well, yeah. I can't say that. It rained overnight and it rained overnight the night before and the night before, so yeah. No, um, guys, it, 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 I'm gonna, the last thing I'm going to say is, is get out and fish. Take a kid fishing. Take yourself fishing. Take try yourself to learn something fishing, new. Yeah. Find somewhere that you've never fished before and fish it. Try to figure that place out. Yeah, and so. if you're having trouble catching at the, your favorite spot, then go back there to figure it out. Yep, there you go. Yep. So, no, just don't give up. That's my best word. Yep, that's exactly right. That's 100% correct. Mark, any trying. closing words? Uh, no, thank everybody for watching. Uh, Catfish and Crappie on YouTube. You guys know how to find me. We'll be uh, Monday, Monday night. We'll be after. He's at, he comes on right after Catfish Weekly on Monday nights, and we'll be back here next Thursday after the bait shop. Uh, with Jeremy Albritton. So uh, you want to make sure you tune into that. It'll be a fun show. We'll have a great time with that. We'll probably give away some more jigs until I run out, and then we'll give some of mine away. Um, there's no sense of when other people are giving me jigs giveaway, I'll save mine. That way I never run out. But I'm guessing I might never run out anyhow. Yeah, I'll probably not. <laughs> I remember, guys, unsub to James Dockery on YouTube. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next Thursday night. Have a good night, everybody.